Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Teal Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Alex Teal, alongside me, the inside of the insiders, Tyler Keel. That's my name. I'm tired. I'm not here. This is going to be a, been a long day. Lucky for you, the tea that you're drinking is not caffeinated at all. That's great. You should have told me that. I would have got a caffeinated tea instead of coffee today because I didn't want to sleep. I didn't want to be up till three o'clock in the morning with work tomorrow, and cause that's what happens when I have coffee whenever we do this show. Well, but, not for, just for your information. The Imperial Spice Tea from Tiavana is caffeinated. You mean so Star- at least you, you mean Starbucks? One. You mean Starbucks? It's, tea. I, I can dream. Of Tiavana. was great. It was, it was a, a wonderful thing. thing. And then Starbucks saw, Starbucks saw it as competition, and they bought it. Like the stupid corporation that I work for. Well, they probably saw it as a big old money hub because people were so into it, and, and they were buying then, all the products. You're and, right. And you know what they did? They took it all away. And they ruined it. They took it all away. You know who's it's gone? Ta- you know who's taken away from the game? Shane Doan. Shane Doan's been gone forever. He has, but he is officially retired and they raised his number 19 in Arizona. I don't even know what in arena. The job, what, jobbing.com or something.com or whatever.com or NHL. Whoever owns the Generic arena. NHL building in Glendale. Not even Phoenix. Not the Bell MTS Center, by the way. No. Why not? Well, it's funny because like, people were like, you couldn't do throwbacks for the because Win- Winnipeg wore all number 19. Dumb. Like, you couldn't do throwbacks for one game for, like, for at least warm-ups. Like, every team does it, like, you know, the military night sweaters, the yeah. baseball-looking sweaters. Or, like, cancer awareness nights. And yeah. Stuff like that. You're telling me you couldn't bring back those sweaters for one? No, because the problem was they knew if they did that, then all the people in Winnipeg would be like, we want those sweaters back! Those are cool, and they were classic. Well, they remind us of Dale Howardchuck and, you know, uh, not Dale Howardchuck. No, yeah, Dale, yeah, Dale Howardchuck and Thomas Steen and Nikolai Habibulin when he was a rookie and... Stuff like that, and Bernie Federko, and Ron, uh, Joel Quinville, and Randy Carlisle. I'm, I'm okay. You might have stopped me now. I mean, at, hey, at least through that sale, Winnipeg Jets would have been able to give. So the Arizona Coyotes would sell the property rights to those logos to the Winnipeg Jets. Oh right, that's, and then the Winnipeg oh gosh, Jets would be able to give enough money to that's the Arizona why they had Coyotes. To that's why they had to. No, well, they'd have enough money to pay for the cap. Get them four, and actually be able to pay Pavel Datsuk. Yeah. No, but um, no. Oh, good Still for him. Still have to see if he's gonna come back. By the way, he better not come back. Because do you think when he retires, he'll get he'll get a number up in in Detroit? No. Yeah, that's worth a shot. Um, I don't know. Davecchio, I guess did. Dotsuk could then, because if Zetterberg's going to, you got to put up Dotsuks. I don't think Zetterberg will. Well, apparently, if you play for a decent amount of time, I guess that it is. Because let's be honest, Alex Davecchio statistically is not the greatest player in the, well, now it's Ted Lindsay, of course, but their impact. That's why Pavel Datsuk will. I mean, will. Henrik That's Zetterberg. Why Zetterberg will. Cronwall better not. I mean, here's the thing, though. If, like, Derek, if Cronwall gets the number, that means McCarty, Kosher, the entire grind line needs to go up in the rafters. Chris Draper needs one. Or That's, at least his lip. That's what I'm saying, the grind line. The grind just, line. Just have, no, just have a banner with Chris Draper's top lip. Why is top lip? Because that's the one that got smashed up. Oh, in doubt. Yeah, that 08 or whatever. Yeah. Not in 08, during the the brawls, the brawl years. No, that was his whole face, his whole fracture, his jaw and his orbital bone, his cheekbone, his his nose, his brain. He had a conky for three years. No, not three years. It's great but. time, though. Great time to be alive. You weren't even alive! Yeah, I was. 
No. Yeah. When Draper got checked by Lemieux? No, I was talking about during those years, though. Oh. You were not even alive the, when the... When for the, the latter half. For the, yeah, the, the end of it. The barren, the barren of it. I was there. Sort of. You know who's not there? Or at least not in Philadelphia. Your boy, Carter Hart. Carter Hart's probably, he's probably still there. Um, he got sent down to uh, Lehigh Valley of the, a- the AHL affiliate of the Philadelphia Flyers. I don't think he played in the uh, outdoor game. No, he was hurt. Yep. Because remember, he's hurt. he was hurt for 10 days, and that should be up here soon. But uh, Brian Elliott played actually pretty well, despite Pittsburgh going up 3-1. Brian Elliott didn't play too bad. He made a couple nice saves on Kessel in overtime. How many outdoor games has he been in now? Elliott? Yeah. Because he played none. for Philly? None. Because the last... Uh, who was the goalie last? I think it was... Oh, gosh. I don't think he was in net. I thought that was Neuvert that was in net for the last one. The last game between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Um, yeah, that's possible. I need to look this up now. But no. So while you're looking that up, Carter Hart was sent down Lehigh Valley to be eligible for the AHL playoffs. So, right, because uh, he can play for Lehigh Valley. I don't know where they are in the standings. Because the trade deadline has always been like the, the cutoff point for eligibility. So any team or organization that wants to have like a possibly stacked AHL team to go into the playoffs, because obviously Philadelphia is not in a contended spot. I mean, they have the ability to, but it's way out of reach. Um, so obviously Carter Hart will do some good things for Lehigh Valley being on the back end for them. Not sure how far they'll get into the playoffs, but going into the battle of Pennsylvania. Well, speaking of outdoor games, yeah, that game could have been really bad. Well, well, why, why, why couldn't it have been bad? Well, if the rain had picked up sooner... Well, because the yeah, it's funny because everyone's like, "Oh, there's gonna be rain," in which there was. There was rain mm-hmm. all across the Midwest, going out the Northeast. The question was, "Oh my gosh, I think it may have been Steve Mason." Sorry, I'm looking at. I think it was Steve Mason that played in that game. Gosh, it was that long ago. Sorry, back to this here. Um, there was rain in the forecast in Philadelphia, and everyone's like, "The NHL release statement of the rule: What would happen if it rained?" Because obviously it rained in 2011 when Pittsburgh played Washington. Nobody, I mean, they were able to get through that game, but it apparently it was supposed to rain enough that it was going to ruin the ice. And if the officials deemed the ice unplayable, if the period, had, if the game had gone two full periods, the game would have been decided to have been an official game. So the game had gone two and a half periods. It started to rain. Pittsburgh's up 3-1. It kept raining, kept raining, kept raining, but Philly staged a comeback and tied the game. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, well, we can't stop it now. So what do they do? They keep playing. Murray, or, uh, Brian Elliott makes a couple saves. And Claude Giroux slips one through the five-hole of Matt Murray. And my goodness, probably the biggest win for Philadelphia this season, except for that win streak they had in overtime in an outdoor game. So now Philly and Pittsburgh has one and one. Philly, I think that was Philly's first win in an outdoor game. Because they had played the third winter class against Boston, lost in overtime. They lost to the... Or Penguins in 2017. Am I missing one? Did they ever play the Rangers? Uh, yes, they played the one game where they had the weird jerseys. The, like, retro, but... 2012, yeah. Yep. They lost to New York. So that was their first outdoor Because that win. was in Yankee Stadium. No, that one was in Philly. That was it. Was Phil- it in Philly? That was oh, at that's Citizens right, Bank they, Park. Yep. 
Because the New York, yeah, the, the New York, the Yankee Stadium one was a joke. Well, it wasn't a joke. It was cool, but it was just too much. You Too much Rangers. Um, but, no, uh, you know, congrats for Philly getting their first win. Yeah. And well, a funny sort series of events that will lead into our next topic, the actual trade deadline. Um, that not, happened not, yesterday. None other uh, than Wayne Simmons of the, well, formerly of the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, had, a, had a situation where they got into a bit of a scruff during the outdoors. Oh, I ran Dumoulin, yeah. Ran uh, Dumoulin straight into the boards. Clean check. And so Dumoulin gets hurt with a upper body injury. He had a conky. He had a conky, but the reason, oh, yes, why, the, reason why had, well. the reason why he had a conky was because he hit and the whiplash kind of hit the glass and the, his head hit the glass. I, that's not, that's not something that um. That's that's not a, a headshot, a, 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 a dirty hit, in any and any stretch of the imagination. So that's why right. I, that's why I had a problem. But of course, they went after him. The crowd goes nuts, like, yeah, fighting. Woo. Well, Billy. and then after, during the scrum, Chris Letang was taken down by Flyers defenseman Shane Gossespierre during the scrum. Gossespierre. And was, you know, thrown onto the ice and is now being evaluated for upper body injury. Uh, no word on that yet. Conky or shoulder? I missed that part. Uh, upper body. So it could be a shoulder. Okay, could, yes, I know what upper body means. Could have broken I'm your trying, clavicle. I'm trying to beat around the bush. Could have had a bloody nose. Ron Hainsey. I saw the rosters up in the 2017 game. Ron Hainsey was in that game. So Ron Hainsey's now played in two outdoor games. Oh, little dumb stat. Sorry. Moving on. Oh, gosh. Um, but I, I guess we'll get right into it. So, Well, okay. So first of all, we should talk about... Are we going to go in order? Because obviously we should talk about what happened long before the trade. Or, or Do we want to go in chronological order? Well, we should probably mention the fact that, Alex, you apparently have some little bit of Nostradamus in your system. You were right on one trade. I was right. On one trade. Uh, th- that's all that matters? One trade. That is that's that is one step closer Out to being a uh, 24 trades. Man. 24 trades over the last week. You're right on one. And you know what? One. I will take it. I'll take it. Are you sure? Yep. So, what happened, you may be asking, and I'll tell Nobody's you. Nobody's asking. We, I just so, had to tell everyone that you think you're right all the time, but you're only right once out of 24 times. That's a very small percentage, Alex. Oh, goodness. Where do you want to know how small of a percentage that is, Alex? How, how, how small of a percentage does it teach you are point. You are four point one six repeating percent correct. And you know what? Four point one six repeating. It's not percent. zero. May as well be close enough. Um, give me a hot. Do second I have to, you don't remember? Okay, my gosh, Charlie Coyle. Well, I know it was Charlie Coyle, but I want to look up the trade. Charlie Coyle to Boston for. Did I write it down? I put because I put Boston. Yep, on my team. for Ryan Donato and a 2019 fifth oh, round. Oh yeah, pick. Donato got traded. Good old Harvard boy. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. He never really got an honest chance after the playoffs last year with Boston. But I mean, I, yeah, if you're looking, you add forward up front. You add beef up front for Boston. You have a bigger forward, a guy that's got speed and skill and size. So, not 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 a whole lot of speed compared to some, but for his height. And for how big he is and how big he plays, he's pretty quick. I think he. I mean, you need to add depth if you're Boston. You gotta. You need to add more 
talent up front. You can't just ride the one line. Yes, there's guys like Jake DeBrusque, and there's guys in the back end that can produce. However, you're going to need more. You survived the Leafs last year, but then you played Tampa, and you realized you had no business being in the second round. Here's the question, though. There is no question. Is Charlie Coyle this year's flavor of Rick Nash? No, because Rick Nash was beaten down and broken by the time he got to Boston. He was literally a dump, a cap dump for the Rangers onto a team that's going to be in the playoffs. Charlie Coyle still is a couple years ahead of him, in my, in my eyes. He still has well, yeah, time he's, to he develop, still has still some time longevity. to play. Right, Rick Nash was count. He was on borrowed time as it was. I mean, he was not like I said when we did. We talked last year. He's not the Rick Nash that was traded, or he's it wasn't the Rick Nash of five years ago when he was traded. I really believe that that. This year, uh, this buy by Don Sweeney is a much better move. Obviously, you're going to get a player that can last. Whether I mean, obviously, if he gets hurt, it's one thing. But at least you're no longer going to be able to maybe look at resigning him. I don't know. What is Coyle's? I need like three. I should have like three tabs open for um, cap uh, friendly today. For, well, yeah, with everything that's... Uh... Charlie Coyle is... Two more. He's got one more year after this. He's the three point two million through next season. So, like I said, you get a guy from next year. Yeah. I mean, you still have Dave Backus sitting there at six million dollars for another year after this. Marcus Johansson, of course, goes traded as well. May as well mention that. Marcus Johansson getting traded over from the Devils in a deal that brought New Jersey. Oh my goodness, I missed it. Where is it? I had it. I had it. It was right there. You had it. Yeah, I had it. Uh, so after Coyle, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Oh my gosh, come on me. This is great podcast we got here. Here we go. Uh, 2019 second round pick and a 2024th round pick that New Jersey will receive. New Jersey did a little bit of selling this year, which of course is expected. And, and it, well, I mean, first for me, it kind of started way back on the 6th when they traded away Brian Boyle. Somebody, somebody that we both of us thought wasn't going to be leaving New Jersey. Well, I didn't think, soon. well, I didn't know what his value was, but obviously Nashville, we'll get to them in a minute, but they're looking for a certain topic uh, on Johansson's deal. 40% retained by the devils. So that's, I guess we're looking at Boston, looking at the camp crunch. They're currently sitting in. Yes. That's a good move for them. And New Jersey still has the cap space. Anywho, cause they have a lot of younger players on that club. So, I mean, obviously that's going to change when, I'm sure when Nico Heeshire's entry level ends next season, when a couple other young guys are going to become RFAs, so you're going to have to worry about that. But for Boston, you're just adding up talent up front. They didn't do a whole lot on the back end, which is, re- I mean, do you really need to? Yes, you'd like to, but, I mean, you got McAvoy back there. You still have Krug. Right. Chara can somehow play 20 minutes in the playoffs, but then again, under those rules, of course, you can play when it's, the rules go back to 1999. I mean, that's how it is. Right. That's where he. That's why he became one of the best defensemen in the league because he was tall, he was big, and you could grab anyone and drag him down, and nobody would care. And that's possibly why Nashville wanted to get Brian Boyle, someone who is a power forward, has big shoulders on him, can definitely do a lot of damage in front of the net during you know power play situations. Or I mean, well, I, not necessarily be well, on a power play. I mean, he could. Well, let's, definitely if you want to throw him on as a winger. He well, is listed as a center, but I, I mean, if well, you, we should definitely. Do you want to get in Nashville? We may as well get in Nashville so, because they get Brian Boyle. They got Cody McLeod around the same time. They get Michael Granlin from Minnesota for Kevin Fiala, one for one deal, pretty even contracts. Granlin, another a skilled player. I mean, he he's got get 
Granlund, there are sometimes that there's a guy up front that you can put with Forsberg on the power play or even on his wing that can just make some dumb plays sometimes. Like, right. just ridiculous-looking plays. I mean, it's a 4.886 million cap hit. For just this year, though, right? Well, just for this year. I mean, he's listed as 5.75 on the cap, but actual money-wise, it's like 4.8866 repeating on, on actual money. But see, while you're looking that up, see, uh, see my thing. No, it's right here. So oh, Granlin is going to cost five point seven five through next season. So you got one more of year. the cap, yeah, right. And that means as of now, next year they will be looking at they're going to be looking at about four. They're going to projected about five million dollars of cap space next year with the current team they have now. That's excluding. And that's and that's excluding also of Wayne Simmons. That's excluding Wayne Simmons, Cody McLeod, and Brian Boyle. So all their rentals. So Wayne Simmons, okay. of course, that was the big deal. Of course, everyone was talking about the Wayne train moving. People in Toronto, people in Toronto were hanging billboards off the 401 asking for them, stuff like that. But let's be honest, guys, it wasn't going to happen. I mean, we'll, we can talk a little bit more at least in a second. But the fact of the matter is, Wayne Simmons was going to cost the Leafs too much. So right. and Nashville had what they wanted to give up. So that's why they gave up. So they gave up Ryan Hartman, which who they did. They just get him from Chicago. They, uh, they just got him from Chicago. I want to go look back at him real quick. The 2020 conditional fourth round pick that Philadelphia is receiving will become a third round pick. If Nashville wins one round, that's the condition on the fourth. So right now, like I said, fourth round, fourth round pick, not this year, but next year. And it could be a third if Nashville wins a round. And I don't know, man. If I mean, listen, this is this is moved by David Poyle literally to build Nashville into a tough team. You le- yeah, they they got. Um, it was actually last year they got Ryan Hartman from oh, last Chicago okay. Blackhawks. It just oh, seemed- yeah, the, the twenty. Well, actually, it had been three hundred sixty four days before something like that. Because yeah, because he got oh, the deadline pickup for Nashville. Didn't do a whole lot. But it's just like, listen, this is a knee-jerk reaction. Somebody's getting a phone call. How unprofessional. But but, 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 let's, but let's talk about Nashville. For, so they so, need to be a tough... Yes, do they, do they need do they need to be a tougher team? I don't know. I just think Winnipeg was on such a run last year. And to be fair, folks, at home, David to Poyle... Fair. To be fair. But David Poyle's looking at, like, here's what happened last year. Guys, I don't think Winnipeg nor Nashville are as tough as they were last year. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it straight up, okay? you Yes, they're both in top sort of the Central Division. Right. And yes, they're probably going to play in Minnesota in the first round. And it, yeah. It's going to be a two-no. Nash, one of those two teams will be getting, uh, shoot, Dallas, maybe. And let's be honest, I don't think Dallas is a threat Maybe either. San Jose. Central Division is shaping up to be, and I said this about the Pacific, so I may be turned wrong in the next couple months, but Central Division was shaping up to be one of the weakest in the, is shaping up to be one of the weakest divisions in the league. I'm sorry. I don't Divisions, th- though. Divisions, yes. So, Not necessarily the weakest teams. Because as of right now, I Listen, yeah, yeah, Chicago's on a run, but the only reason why they're on a run is because everyone else has been losing. Well, I'm talking about Winnipeg. I'm just talking about Nashville by themselves. I but, mean, because But the Nashville, reason, I don't like watch Pecorine. Just watch him. The game last night against Edmonton. And and maybe that's why they're bloating on who I would consider to be more of grind players. You have Wayne Simmons and Brian Boyle. That's just two. But they, yes, they but have Michael Edmonton Brown. Edmonton hung who, in with them, Alex. 
the yes, Nashville was able to get a shootout, and they're counting their blessings that Pecorino made a couple saves here and right. there. But my goodness, like but, they could but, have easily blown that game. Last but night. think about why, like one of the big reasons why Winnipeg ended up beating Nashville because they beat them because they, they beat them up. They beat so, them up and down the ice. Nashville is thinking, all right. We, we can't get beaten up this year You're again. right. You're probably am going to play it. Like I said, look at your two first-round opponents. Who are you going to meet in the second round? It's probably going to be National Winnipeg, unless Dallas pulls something out of their keister, which I don't think they're going to. And with the addition uh, that... No, we'll get there. We'll get there. Keep moving. But so. Winnipeg is getting a little bit bigger. We'll talk about that in a hot second. But just Nashville has a lot of things going for them. They're Obviously, they we thought of that. They were going to buy a couple things, and they ended up buying a bit. They they bought. I mean, David Poyle. They they had a mission of what they wanted, and they got exactly what they needed. What what they think they need. Now, like I said, they were who they thought they were. They wanted to be tougher. They wanted to be bigger. And you know what? That worked. I mean, if I, I know, like I said, we're gonna go back and we're gonna say weird things, but people kept crying. The Leafs said the Leafs need to do it. Whether or not, I mean, obviously the staff they said, hey, we don't need to do it. But you look at say for example the say the ninety six wings. Skilled team is all get six two wins. Who do they lose to? A tough and grinding Colorado team that beat them. Yep. So what do they do? They get guys like they get rid of guys like Paul Coffey, Keith Primo. They get tough. I mean, Keith Primo was a bigger guy, but you. But they brought back. They brought in guys like Brendan Shanahan. The grind line was a bigger McCarty. line. Well, they well they were there, well, but they played them more. Exactly. They were in a bigger role. Guys, I mean, like Aaron Ward would not be. Let's be honest. Aaron Ward would not have gotten a job at TSN had it not been for his ability, his, his pedigree as a Stanley Cup champion, because he played on that team. He didn't play in '96, but he played with the '97 team. Right. Uh, let me just quick look through the Central Division here. Nashville is still in first. There's no with, shocker there with 79 points. Okay. Let's look at the other division leaders here. Calgary's got 85 points. Tampa has 100. That's not fair. And the Islanders have 70. 79, sorry. So, yes, the Metro, well, of course, the Metro is the Metro. Yeah. I would, I mean, and I I would say the, I'd say the Pacific and the Atlantic are in the same boat, whereas the Central and the Metro are kind of in the same boat together. They're to each their own, you know. Pacific is to Atlantic is Central is to Metro. They're the weaker of the two divisions. Two seas and, and two bodies of land. Right, exactly. Well, more or less. Metro is more of a setting, I guess, would yeah. you say. But... I, I understand what Nashville's trying to do, but and I guess if you think about it, you're gonna have a team like St. Louis in there, who I totally forgot's in third place right now. Yeah. I are we gonna talk about the fact they had a ten game win streak? I mean uh, we did mention it on the last show, but I mean if you want to talk about St. Louis real quick, they did make They made a small move. They didn't they were very quiet. But of course then again, Doug Armstrong did a lot in the summer where he was pretty much incapable of making any moves at the well, trade deadline. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily think they were. They did a small move. I think they did a smart move. They picked up Mike, Michael Delzato for two point two five for a sixth round pick. It's not a huge. It's move. a third pairing defenseman because let's be honest, you can't play Jay Bomeister twenty five minutes. Exactly. So in the playoffs, when you're having more depth defensemen, but, uh, is you Michael have the- Delzato the fix though? Is he going to be rejuvenated? Maybe playing on. I mean, Michael Delzato hasn't been on a playoff team since the Rangers, and he, even then, he hardly played. Correct. Morian skate guys can help me out with that, but but what I'm trying to say is like, I mean, it's going to be tough for Nashville and Winnipeg. I mean, yes, you like I said, you're probably going to play each other. Unless St. Louis keeps on this ridiculous streak, which is entirely possible. Well, let's let's talk about Winnipeg for a hot second. So Winnipeg, hot second. Quick, quick. History. Moving on. 
Quick history lesson for all of you guys. Winnipeg Jets are a hockey team. They used to be in the WHA, and Bobby Hall signed a big old contract over a million dollars, became the first millionaire to be, play professional hockey. And they ended up being the Arizona Coyotes. But this, this version of the Winnipeg Jets used the Atlanta to be the Thrashers. Atlanta Thrashers. The Atlanta Thrashers. The Atlanta Thrashers. Ilya Kovalchuk, Mark Savard, Dustin Bufflin. Well, okay, Dustin Bufflin still plays for them now. but Yes, but the only reason why Dustin Bufflin... The only reason why Best Dustin Bufflin played for the Atlanta Thrashers is because on June 23rd of 2010, the trade happened between the Atlanta Thrashers and the Chicago Blackhawks. Right, that's when Chicago dumped everybody because the The cap. Atlanta Thrashers, who are now the Winnipeg Jets, acquired Dustin Bufflin, Ben Eager, Brent Sopel, and Akeem Aliou. They, oh the my only, gosh. The only name that matters on that list is Dustin Bufflin. Brent Sopel was a good defenseman at the time. He was an okay def- defenseman, I'll give him that. Now... In return, Gosh, the that, Chicago Blackhawks. The Chicago acquired, was the team that says, "Hey, who cares?" If that Chicago. I'm just gonna say, Chicago was the team that literally just said, "Hey, we won. Who cares?" Exactly. We won. Moving on. Keep her moving. Chris Christopher became a Toronto Maple Leaf because the Chicago Blackhawks won a Stanley Cup. Right. That's literally how long and short of it. So, Atlanta gets four players, and in return, the Chicago Blackhawks got Joey Crab, oh, Jeremy man. Marin. Ooh. Marty Reasoner. Hold on. Are those first two guys, Joey Crabb and Morin, right, because they got flipped. Wait, yes, because they got flipped. No, they didn't get flipped. Didn't they come up? I don't remember, because they can't. They those, Both those guys played for the Marlies. I'm pretty I'm sure trying, they were on loan. They might have been. No, they were they were signed, because they both played for the Leafs in like a couple games, too, because they were so bad. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. And... So those three players and two picks. 2010 first-round pick and a 2010 second-round pick. What does this have to the, do with the Winnipeg Jets? The 2010 second-round pick was Justin Hull. That doesn't really have a lot of meaning, but... Was Joey t- Crabb and Justin Hull the same deal? Yes. Yeah. Well, well I, mean, I mean, like, did they, when they came to the Leafs, because that would make a lot more sense now. But the part that affects... Justin Hull is... How does this affect the Jets, Ty? No, nobody asked that question. The nobody asked that question. The first round pick in that trade was New Jersey Devils trade uh, pick Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes' pick was traded for Dustin Bufflin, and now they're on the same team. Oh, wow. Look at you. I Quick was, history lesson. I thought, I'm like, what tangent is this kid going on? Let's go back 10 years to the 2009 trade deadline. Actually, no, I'm curious. Okay. Well, nine years, actually. No, I want to go back to the. No. Anyways, um, no, but so Kevin Hayes coming in, that's a depth center. And you know what? For Like I said, we always promote it, always say it. Depth centerman in the playoffs is arguably the biggest is the, the biggest thing you can have. That's why the Leafs' last couple seasons have spent second-round picks for that following year on centermen, on fourth-line centermen. Because you want to know why? It's a big deal. You need those guys. Placanis and Boyle both played big roles. Yes, the team did not make it far, but nonetheless... Um... And but, but but here's the thing though, I'm looking at the Winnipeg Jets. You know, just yesterday they made one, two, three, four, five, six trades. All of them were buys. They bought Kevin Hayes at a five point one seven five per year. That's a lot of money <laughs> for Brendan Brendan Lemieux, a 2019 conditional first round pick, which is the condition is uh, the pick transfers to uh, the Rangers if Winnipeg wins the Cup 
or no, that, that's the second one. Uh, the first uh, condition for the 2019 first-round pick is should the draft lottery render the 2019 first-round selection a top-three pick, the Rangers will receive Winnipeg's 2020 first-round selection instead. And the they also got another pick with a condition of, it's like a 2022 conditional fourth-rounder, which pick transfers to the Rangers only if Winnipeg wins the Cup this year. Hmm. So basically, one and a half picks and a, a roster player, and then they get Par Lindholm for a minor league for player. For Nick Patan. Nick Patan. Listen, Nick Patan had so much potential. He hasn't got like a, in the way the Fords have been so deep for the Winnipeg Jets. He has. He's never. He's never been given an opportunity. He's going to be a part of the Marlies winning another. Uh, possibly. I don't. I don't know, man. I think Patan's going to give an honest shot. Yeah, now here's the problem. They have the crunch once again. Trevor Moore's probably going to get sent back down. I Is Nick Patan on a two-way? I can find that for you. I don't think he is. I think he's been sitting for the Jets right now because I don't think he's uh, been playing in Manitoba. I know, he's had, I know he's had like conditioning stints, but I don't think he has had that many, that many games this season. So as of this year, he's eight. 874,000 cap hit. Um, That's a lot for it. No, it's not. Stop. <laughs> he's an RFA next year. And Nick Patan is making more than Tyler Ennis. Does everyone remember that? I can't. He's arbitration eligible. I can't find whether or not he he's has played a in 13 games this year, only had two points. Can't find if he's a two way or not. It looks like it's a one. It was only signed for a one year contract. So literally. Whether or not you can call it, here's the thing, you can't call it a buy because Par Lindholm was a one year as well. Okay. So you so, can't really so, say, so oh my gosh, we're giving up another. No, you're not. It's, okay, it so a, five out of six are buys then. Cause, so that one can be one for one. And then they pick up Matt Hendricks for a pick. Matt Hendricks, you mean a guy that's literally going to be a black ace. Yep. You're right. They pick Matt up, Hendricks was good three or four years ago, or decent at least. They pick up Bogdan Kiselovic. Minor for deal. Min- minor deal for minor deal. for another pick, and then Nathan uh, Boyu for a pick. So they're just adding a lot of things. You ready for a really, really, really dumb history lesson, Alex? Oh boy, I had mine. Look- mine was effective. This might be dumb. This is dumb, but it's kind of funny. Okay, is it as dumb as uh, uh, Jeff O'Neill? Jeff O'Neill. Oh no. my gosh, Jeff O'Neill. Okay, for anyone of you guys who watched the Leafs game last night, you had to have seen it. If you didn't watch, clearly didn't watch the game. If you didn't see it, Frederick Anderson makes a huge save on the power play, and for some reason, the director in the camera says, "Go to camera three, four. No, I meant four. And when it went on to three, it went into the studio, and Jeff O'Neill's face has become legendary. It's Jeff O'Neill, meme. Jeff O'Neill is has, a meme. He's he's become a meme. How else was he going to do it? Sure as heck, wasn't going to be his time playing in Carolina or Toronto. Now he's up there with James Duffy, and you know. Bob McKenzie. I don't think it was even, like Duffy wasn't even the shot. It was half of Bob and sort of David. Um, if okay, if we're taking a hot second about this, the TSN Trade Center yesterday, can someone explain to me why freaking Pierre Maguire was on there? Because NBC doesn't do it. However, ESPN two got the TSN coverage. You saw that they did. They did. Well, oh I mean, boy, that that TV deal, man. Okay, it's basically They're, the same company though. The t- no, not really. Uh, yes, I know the same logo. I understand what you're saying, but no, I don't think. I mean, so. it's but the I'm same saying logo, that same t- setup. Come on. That TV deal, man, it's gonna be something. It's gonna be a battle. No, so I went back to 2009. Doesn't ESPN own TSN? No, T- Bell owns TSN, dude. 
Just because they made the logos look the same doesn't, I know it's confusing. But nonetheless. The logos, the setup. Anyways. 2009. They both have Sports Center. We're going to, that's why I think they're similar, yes. But going back to 2009. Okay. Big trades that happened on trade deadline day, which was March the 4th. Okay. Olaf Kolzig gets traded from Tampa to Toronto. No. Jeez, Pete. Okay. So, so here's a, this one's actually kind of interesting. So the Carolina Hurricanes received Eric Cole from Edmonton Oilers for Patrick O'Sullivan's second round pick. Because remember, Eric Cole got flipped yep. back. That Patrick O'Sullivan that Edmonton got from Carolina was given to Carolina by L.A. earlier that day. You want to know who who L.A. got in return? Who? Mr. Game 7, Justin Williams. I'm just saying that big deal there. Let's see. There was You're no, welcome, L.A. Nick Anchpov. That was when Nick Anchpov got traded from Toronto. So did Dominic Moore as well. He got traded to Buffalo. I forgot he was part of Toronto before. Then the other one was, oh, my gosh. Remember Pascal LeClaire? He was actually involved in a trade. That was a bad decision. No, but Chris Kunitz was traded for Ryan Whitney. Chris Kunitz and Eric Tangrady were traded for Ryan Whitney in 2009. One team won, won the Stanley Cup. The other team didn't even make it to the third round. What does that have to do with the Winnipeg Jets? <laughs> the Winnipeg Jets gave up Nicholas Hav- Nicholas Havlid for NC Salma. By that I mean the Atlanta Thrashers. Ah, I see. They also got rid of they also got rid of Matthew Schneider. That that same draft pick. Man, hmm. some of these names: Sheldon Brookbank, Ole Okunen got traded to Calgary that year because he was playing for Arizona. Man, once he left Florida, he just went everywhere. Sorry. And then he just ended up going home. That that's usually what happens. He with- played for the Leafs for a hot second. Well, yeah, I mean that that just seems to happen with like uh, foreign players. If if they get traded too much, they're like, eh, I'm just gonna go home. No, he retired. Ole Okun was old at that point. Oh, I'm thinking of UC Okunen. UC Okunen was involved in a trade as well, but I already closed the tab, so it's over. Yeah. You got no, oh. but 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 Winnipeg. We got talking about Winnipeg and Nashville. Okay, we were my, talking about the West, the West. Well, may as well say in the Central, Dallas. Dallas making some moves. However, the Dallas luck. So, first of all, let's say about this. First one was Ben Lovejoy for Connor Carrick and a 2019 third-round pick from New Jersey. Or Connor Carrick and a 2019 third go to New Jersey for Ben Lovejoy. Yeah. Good move because, let's be honest, unfortunately, Connor Carrick was just, he's just not a top six guy in Dallas right now, which doesn't mean it, which really should give you a shot in the arm saying you're not that good if you can't make the top six for Dallas. He was making top six. However, they wanted to add more. He has a lot of potential with New Jersey. He's had a lot of potential for three years, Alex. Okay, all I'm saying is this: he was a good, he was pretty good player for the Toronto Maple Leafs. He was a play, pretty good player for the Toronto Marlies when that that record year team. Anywho, but who else adding, they adding, trade? adding Ben Lovejoy, I think for them is good because, like I said, the defense is weak. They have, like I said, they have uh, uh, Mika Heiskanen, but they need more. Adding Ben Lovejoy is veteran presence on the back end, and for a team that looks like they're going to be in a playoff. In the playoffs, I mean, you're going to need something like that. I mean, is Ben Lovejoy there, Ron Hainsey? I don't know. We'll see. And they also made another trade, which was actually probably, okay, I want to say it might be the smartest and stupidest trade well, of the entire trade deadline. It looks stupid now, but Matt Zuccarello from the Rangers mm-hmm. goes to the Dallas Stars. So, and then the, so then there's draft picks. A 2019 conditional second, which becomes, okay, hold on. Let me say this. A conditional second in 2019 and a conditional third in 2020. The conditional third in 2020 becomes a first-round pick that year if Matt Zuccarello signs. The second-round pick this year gets becomes first if Dallas makes the third round and Zuccarello plays 50% of the games. 
one of those folks will not happen. Right. <laughs> so, they gave up nothing. They gave up... Well, um, hold on. Who gave up nothing? Well, they gave up one pick. Well, they gave up two picks. Well... Because they, they still get the 2019 second. They still do. But there was only going to become a first if... It's not one. It's not one of those. It's like, eh, this only counts if it actually works. No, Zuccarello. So Zuccarello's first game the other night. Yep. Scores a goal. Hey, everything's looking good, man. Zuccarello. Hey, good pick. New York Rangers still at home crying, playing tribute videos, all that good stuff. And all the players are tweeting. Oh, I'm and Henrik Lundqvist is crying. And all oh, that he, stuff. Was, he was. He was. He was. He was gone. He was disappointed. And then Zuccarello decides, hey, I'm going to play a show with this team that I can play tough, and blocks a shot. <laughs> What a dummy. <laughs> what a dummy. This dude. Everyone's look, at home saying, what do you mean he's a dummy? It's tough. Dude. This dude. dude's looking like the sea urchin from Surf's Up. <laughs> broken, 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 Have, broken, broken. Did they broken. say which part of the arm is broken? I can find that out. They said surgery four weeks. I mean, okay, now wait. Did that conditional third mean plays 50% of the games while he's there or 50% of the playoff games? I believe... Because if it's 50% of the playoff games, that's pretty easy then. I guess you have four weeks. Plays which mean- 50% or plays in 50% of the games in the first two rounds. Ooh. Well, actually, math. All right, well, let's see here. So he's out four weeks. So one, two. He could... He'll be back for playoffs if it's four weeks. A broken arm. Yeah, he's going to be back, but in what condition? Playoffs? Dude, he'll kill for the playoffs at this point. Do you have the update there on the injury? Um... Uh, uh, Dallas Stars head coach Jim Montgomery was told by um, the doctors and staff that it was a very successful surgery. He went under... We put the bones back together with some Gorilla Glue and some Tape 2. He had surgery today. Today the... What's the date? Uh, The 26th of Ferber. Okay, so it actually was today. Okay. Uh, apparently it was a very clean break, which Oh, good. I, Thank goodness. It was clean. It wasn't a dirty one. You're right. It wasn't a dirty one. It wasn't break. a broken, 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 broken. It, it, was, it was broken. It was a clean break. You're right. Not a 10-game suspension break. You're right. Um, from what I'm, ta- from what I'm seeing, it's just basically saying it was a break in the arm and they put a plate in his arm to make it heal faster. Nothing major. Cortisone shots. Wait, that's for muscles. Um... We're gonna have, we're gonna turn your muscle into bone. Is that is that possible, Kelly? Is that possible? Turn your muscle into bone? No. You said they put a plate in his arm. Yes. That basically when they put hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We have the we have nurse nurse to be Kelly over here. My fiance. It's gonna get as close as it can get. My sister had broke her leg and had a plate in her leg as well. It's a very simple procedure. They just go in, they set the plate with screws. They set the bone with a plate and screws. They just keep it in. It's basically, it'll be permanent. It just keeps the break from moving, and then they put a cast around it. It's a lot faster healing process. They can do them. They can do these surgeries. Outpatient, super, super fast. Recovery time's about twice. Tw- uh, twice as short than if you would just... Put a cast on it and let him go. Did they say four? They said four weeks. Does that seem pretty accurate? With an arm? Yeah. Yeah, because for hockey, well, for hockey players, you don't. Well, when my sister broke her leg. She, it's your feet. You got to move your feet, but your arms. I mean, it's 
four weeks until probably he can start until he can be back on the ice again. He's probably going to be in a no contact jersey for about a month. But I mean, give him about a month and a half, and he'll probably be back on the ice. So the Rangers can still get that first round pick. Thank you, future Nurse Kelly. Thank you. How's, now, how's the studying going over there? It's going good. She got the thumbs up. Okay, cool. Um, studying. Well, it what? shows you what what kind of girlfriends me and you have. I have. You have a girlfriend. I have a fiance. Ah, that's right. I have to be technical. Though. You see, my girlfriend. She's looking at, you know, she's looking at different recipes for stuff for tasty. That's my kind of girl right there. I want food. I don't. Dor- is that a Dorito? Sorry, okay, no. We're getting off topic here. We got rice. We got rice? Spring break. I don't do homework on spring break. Spring break? Rob Springer! Sorry. There was a Dorito. They made mac and cheese with it. Ooh. Mac and cheese Doritos. I'm not a big Doritos fan of Doritos. Wait, no, Doritos mac and cheese. Wait. Okay, well, we did have those, like, the frozen Doritos okay, that were mac that and was... cheese. Those were disgusting, and you ended up puking them up. Okay, that's because... Wait, no, wait, hold on. Was that... No. Yes, yes. No, because we had no, we had pizza in the night of the Rumble. I didn't puke them up, did it? Okay, I, you know what? You're asking me to remember which nights I vomit and which nights I do not vomit, okay? You're asking me to remember. You're right. Me asking you Kelly to remember remembers, a night. Kelly can remember probably each and every one, which is impressive because that's a lot. The fact. <laughs> you don't have to do it all the time. For the record, I, I probably should have not asked that question. Me asking you to remember a night where you drank some sort of alcohol is a bad thing in itself. Actually, okay, yeah, you're right. That's why I say whenever I tell people the story of Michigan, Michigan State, the three hole, the three fifths of Fireball, that is a, a very, it's a guesstimate. But Talking about drunk people, uh, so Ottawa made trades. Oh, wait, hold on, let's, let's actually, let's, let's make, let's kind of make Ottawa with the big bang here. Big bang? They went... Woo! Well, okay, can we mention... You how- get a player. You get a player. Well, I think we should stick with... Stick with the letter D. Detroit. Detroit. Detroit made a couple moves. They they traded, they traded Nick Jensen in Buffalo's 2019 that they acquired... 2019 5th that they acquired from the Sabres uh-huh. to Buffalo... To Buffalo. To Washington for Madison Bowie in a 20-second round pick. That's literally new, uh, capital saying, "Yeah, we're not gonna sell high. We're not gonna, or excuse me, we're not gonna buy crazy, but we still want a different, a better defenseman on the back end." Yeah, they're gonna, This is their Kevin Shack. No, it's not. Okay, um, but then, then Detroit, of course, Alex, big move. And I, I talked. Okay, this is how simple minded some Wings fans are, and I know they're simple minded Leafs fans as well. I'm not. This is not me discriminating. But I mean, I, you are I, one of them. But continue. No, I'm not a simple minded Leafs fan. No, because I'd be like. <laughs> What do you mean we traded James Reimer? Trust me, I understood, okay? I no, you're back. crying. Because that was personal, but professionally and business-wise, I understood. But, ba- yes, that was, a, that was a very rough day. Back to Detroit. But going back to Detroit here, they were like, how can we get rid of Gustav Nyquist? You suck! I'm sorry. You need to trade him. You're a bad team with a player that's making a lot of money that hasn't been doing a whole lot this year. Yes, he's Gustav Nyquist. He's got talent, but my goodness, guys. He's not 55-point Gustav Nyquist. How many points does he have this year, Alex? Uh, I can look that up. Oh, I thought you had it on you. Sorry. But no, I don't I'm, have it on me. But, but here, here's the thing, though. At the same time, how, how, how do they get Gustav Nyquist? Simple. You invest in your future. Yeah, you're okay. You look. pick up Madison Bowie, who, in my eyes, is a better player for Detroit than Gustav Nyquist is because he's cheaper and 
But he the, will probably do the same thing that Gustav would. And Nyquist, they actually, Detroit retained 30% of that. Yeah, $1.425 million. And they, so Detroit received both San Jose picks, 2019 second round pick and a 2020 conditional third, which will become a second round pick in 2020 if the Sharks advance to the Stanley Cup Finals or Nyquist resigns. I think this latter of I those two things will happen. I don't know because first. San Jose's in a cap crunch, Alex. Unless, Thor- unless Thornton, unless Thornton well, finally hangs him up. Well, you know what, Tyler? Thankful for me, I've got this thing called CapFriendly.com. Well, I'm saying, I know that's what I'm saying, Alex. It's all ifs and buts if Joe Thornton, whether or not he stays. As of right now, they have. Please come to join the show. With, with their current cap space, this year they have just over 400 thousand dollars in cap space remember though who's that who's the UFA? next year thornton's a ufa whether or not he resigns who knows joe pavelski's a ufa thornton's a ufa i think pavelski may resign uh Eunice donsky donskoy is a ufa donskoy, yep. uh michael haley's a ufa how much is donskoy making uh donskoy is making 1.9 that's gonna probably go up a little bit Eric Carlson's going to be a UFA. Oh, boy. Tim, well, I don't even care about that one. Well, that's going to be a deal that Doug Wilson's going to want to try to make. Absolutely. Right. So, and as a... Maybe not. Maybe Nyquist doesn't resign. Maybe he goes back to Detroit for less. Who knows? So, their projected cap space for next year is going to be $21 million. But then you got Eric Carlson. So, that's Eric Carlson. That's probably... That's probably going to be... Pavelski. Mm, well, he's 6.5 right now. So the that cap. number is going up. Well, actually... I don't know. Maybe. That, that'll be... Dis- let's have that discussion later. Let's... let's. I think I'm going to say, for, for the sake of numbers, $8 million. So that's... It's not 10, 11 like everyone thought it was going to be. Right. So let me pull out my good old trusty calculator right Off here. Off your phone. Don't you have that... That fancy Texas instrument, T-I-D. I do, but it's upstairs and I don't want to get it. Yeah, that's true. So after that, you're left with 13.9 and change million dollars. But then you have And Pavelski. then you have to sign, you have, you have Michael Haley, who maybe gets a million. Oh, okay, well, don't do the whole math. I mean, so I'm just saying, I don't think Nyquist Nike, could resign, but he's going to have to take a pay cut. That's just, they have some butts of it. Uh, let's, I guess we can mention... As far as I can tell, Joe Pavelski and Gustav Nyquist need to share $9.5 million. That ain't happening. Well, well actually, actually what, maybe. Well, if, Nyquist, if, if, Nyquist if they takes both a, sign for what they're worth right now, Joe Pavelski is at 6 flat and Gustav Nyquist at 3.325. That's a lot. Well, if if Nyquist takes a pay cut, which he deservedly should... You would be down. left with uh, $175,000. And oh, by the way, you lose Joe Thornton. Well, yeah, I mean that's well that that's that's written on the wall, dude. His his knees just aren't handling. He shaved his beard and just sent him off in the sunset, off into the ocean, just like a Viking, because he looked like one for a little bit. But what about what about what about a golden knight though? Not not a Viking, more 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 civilized. If he signs with Vegas. I mean, somebody else is going to Vegas. What? Well, actually, no, hold on, we got Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I'm talking about the West, man. I'm all riled up. Pittsburgh. Well, we got to talk about the East. Talk about the West. Pittsburgh. Going, getting defensive. Obviously, they're not. Their trust is not fully in Crystal Tang because they get Chris Weidman from Florida for a John Sebastian Day, and they get Erica Branson, good old tough Branson for Vancouver. 
from Vancouver for Tanner Pearson, who they just acquired recently in a trade with Los Angeles. Correct. So, uh, can we? Can you track Tanner Pearson? What was the Tanner Pearson deal? I just want to make sure I have that right. So, let me pull up his cap friendly right now. Because I want to know. Currently, what a member of the Vancouver Canucks. Thank you. He <laughs> blah blah blah. In the 2018-2019 season alone, he's played for. No 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 the, no no. What's what's no where no his trade history. Sorry, I want to know where, what he was traded for. What Pittsburgh bought him for? Oh. Oh, I can do that easy. Peasy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I want to know. Because yeah, I want to see. Pe- Tanner Pearson was traded for Eric Gud- Gudbranson. No, 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 no. The last trade. The trade that got him to. Oh, that's God, you were That's what I asked for. Folks, comment below. Did I say what I thought I said? <laughs> that, they were who they thought they were. Did that, did that make sense? Did everybody did everybody get that? Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, Let me pull that up a second. Here, fill, fill some air, air time there, bug. Air time. Wait, I'm supposed to actually talk? Okay. Oh, that's right. Uh, Tanner Pearson was given to the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, for Carl Hagelin. Oh, my gosh. You're telling me they got Erica Branson for Carl Hagelin? Yep. And then Carl Hagelin. Tanner, well, Tanner Hold Pe- on. So that means- Tanner Pearson was then- traded at 3.75 for Carl Hagelin with a retained salary of 6.3% of $250,000 and was then traded to the Vancouver Canucks for Eric Gudbranson. So, so pre- technically, they the got, they Pe- got- Pittsburgh Penguins got Tanner Pe- or they got Eric Gudbranson for Carl Hagelin with a retained salary of 6.3%. All right. <laughs> Is that a good trade? I don't know. Well, it's a couple of funny ones. I mean, I think, well, that makes me wonder, was that move? Actually, no, scratch that. Um, no, 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 that's right. Oh, that's just weird. That's actually funny. Well, my question is, Jim Rutherford, was that, did he buy Tanner Pearson to actually bolster the lineup, or did, was he going to actually, was he prepared to use or was he just not performing well? Well, that's a tough situation because I mean, he also added $500,000 to his cap hit, if you think about it. Because he had re- to retain, right. He retained salary from Carl Hagelin, and they upgraded pay grade from Tanner Pearson to Eric, Eric Gudbranson. So but that's an course, extra 250000 That's a rental, though. So that's what you take that gamble. Obviously, you're just trying to build up your defensive end. Yeah, five hundred thousand dollars for a gamble though which is funny because they have chris tang they have justin schultz they're trying to build a better back end because i think that's what they felt like last year hindered them even though they had just beaten the washington capitals the year before they needed a better defense against the caps an offensive team because remember don't forget don't and let's everyone say but what about with the time they beat him in 2017 on the way to the Stanley cup final hold on mark andre Fleury beat the washington capitals not the penguins let's let's be right. honest folks if, Mark, if Matt Murray's in the, I'm just going to say this right now, hot take. I know it's a past hot take, but who cares? If Matt Murray was in net, if Matt Murray didn't get hurt in the first series, <laughs> yes, the Pittsburgh they, Penguins, the Washington Capitals folks have won back-to-back Stanley Cups. Hot take. Because that means they would have won 2017, 2018. Marc-Andre Fleury, I don't think Matt Murray could have played the same as Marc-Andre Fleury did in that series. That's I'm possible. just saying and, I mean, maybe that's what they're trying to go for, like you said, with those stronger back. And as of right now, they are tied for the second. has not been the greatest this year, guys. They are tied for the second wild card spot with Carolina at 72 points, and Montreal has 73. 
Carolina knocks them out, dude. Dude, I'll be so happy. Sid the Kid can cry on his million-dollar bed. That been the first the, time, Alex. Because those jerks. Those since bunch the of year jerks. after the lockout, the Penguins would miss the playoffs. Oh, Don Cherry would be pissed. Good Canadian boy. Go- out of the playoffs because those bunch, bunch of, of jerks. jerks. <laughs> the bunch of jerks that celebrate. They celebrate on his grave, on his playoff grave. Well, you know, I and mean, you know what? I wouldn't be happier. I would, you know, I want to see. Games. I want to see. You know what? I want to see something different. You're right. I want to see Carol. I want to see Dallas. I want to see Dallas in it. I want to see St. Louis actually have a legitimate chance and not just be a team. I mean, they're they're playing like they're supposed to be all season. Now, before we get to you know who, we should mention the team that was involved with them. But before that, the Blue Jackets. They made a couple you of trades yesterday. Who? Hold on, we'll get there. We're talking about Mark Stone? Again, with the... Yes. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. So that you know. No. Who. Yes. Columbus, though. All yes. right. Columbus yesterday makes two trades during the trade deadline. They received Keith Kincaid from New Jersey for a 2020, 2022 fifth-round pick. Now, they are clearly... Now, Columbus, of course, is going all out. We'll get to more of them in a minute. But clearly, they're pretty well said that Bobrovsky's not going to resign. Because he wouldn't bring Keith Kincaid in to play with Corpus Allo. Right. And they gave him up for basically nothing. 2022 fifth round pick. And nothing. Keith Kincaid is not, yes, his numbers aren't the way they were last year, but let's be honest. He went on just this. He went on a ridiculous run last year. It's something. And you have a guy ready. He'll, I, he'll probably, I don't, will he have to get waived? Or Corpus Allo have to get waived? Corpus Allo would have to get waived, I believe. Oh, that's going to be a gamble. That's a gamble to take. But Adam McQuaid was traded then for Julius Bergman. From the rain to the from the Rangers for a 2019 fourth and a 2019 seventh, Julius Bergman, of course, in a different trade. We'll get to that in a second. But Columbus bolstering the back end as well, and Columbus then, of course, this is before that. We should go a few weeks before that. The two biggest trades they make: they raid the Ottawa Senators of Matt Duchesne and Ryan Dezingle. Of course, Julius Bergman was in the Matt Duchesne deal. So, so let's get the, but they, but they but we also get, have to remember they do give up Anthony Duclair. Let's get to the nuts and bolts of the deals here. Anthony Duclair, who has bounced around more than any any high-end prospect should have, but then again, Alexander Digg did the same thing. So Ryan Dezingle and Calgary's 2019 seventh that they acquired goes to Columbus, Columbus, and excuse me, the Senators get Duclair and a 2020, 2020 and 2021 second-round draft picks. Matt Duchesne and Julius Bergman, who eventually got flipped for McQuaid, was traded for Vitaly Abramov, Abram, Abram, Abramov, Abramov. Jonathan Davidson, a 2019 first, a conditional 2020 first, and that's only if Matt Duchesne resigns with the Ju- blah, blah, the Blue Jackets. The, and let's well, be honest. Well the, well, the 2019 conditional first-round pick condition is if the pick is a top three, the Senators will receive Columbus's 2020 first-round selection instead. Right, So because that, that, means, that means Columbus would have to drop off a cliff. Correct. Because as of right now, they still have Panarin. They still have Bobrovsky. And they are going for it. Kekalainen, you, credit credit is due. Your job's on the line. Go for it. Who cares? The I, owners are behind you. The fans are like, yeah, we're going to suck for the next four or five years. But who cares? Because let's be honest. If Duchesne resigns, which he probably could, let's be honest, guys. Um, I, I think he, Matt Duchesne could resign because you're going to lose Panarin and Bobrovsky. That opens up, what, $14 million, 13 14 million dollars somewhere around there close to that depending on how oh well and also depending on how big their contracts are after they sign right 
And I mean, Matt Duchesne's going to get a pay raise. Ryan Dezingle, I mean, he's had a, a, quite a season himself, despite being on a poor team. Columbus, man, they're, they are they are going to go for it. And the problem is they are not going to win. They're going Currently, to play Washington in the first round of the playoffs. Well, hold on now. Washington is second in the Metro. Columbus is third in the Metro. Yeah. They're going to so, play so, Washington wait, so in wait. the first round. Is that how that works? They have You have to second and third play each other? Yeah. One plays whatever wild card they get, and then second and third. And oh, that's it. stupid. Well, now, whether or not, like I said, Columbus last year had Washington on the roads for a minute, but then Washington came back and dominated the whole series and won, blah, 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 won the Stanley Cup. Now, now, whether Wash- now, whether or not Washington's the same team is one thing, but Ovechkin is still Ovechkin. Backstrom is still passing the puck to Ovechkin. Tom Wilson hasn't killed anyone in the last six months. And Holtby is still with pads. And Holtby has played, he played that great, good game against Toronto the other night. He's playing solid. He's not. Yes, his numbers are down, but then again, his numbers were down last year as well. Because you, yes, his numbers are down. You have to remember right. his numbers he, are down from a Vesna caliber season. Just remember, you say that. It's not like they're down from a eight ninety with an eight. We know. have to remember, Hopi was not the one that started the playoffs last year. Philip Grubauer played one whole game. No, I remember Dave Poulin said that on the broadcast last night. Look at the two last Stanley Cup championship winning teams. They used both their goaltenders. You know, Mark Andre Fleury, and Matt Murray. Well, yes, you had to. And then last year, Washington used Philip Grubauer and Braden Hopi. Because Barry Trotz was sending a message to Holtby. Philip Grubauer played one game. Well, hey, it worked. It worked because Holtby got mad and played like Holtby. He became the Holtby beast again. It worked. But I just, I, I don't know if Columbus can do That's going to be a great series to watch, though. It'll be a great series to watch. Bobrovsky's still Bobrovsky, and Panarin's still Panarin. And Listen, then you're adding okay. in all these guys. You if, have Matt Duchesne if now. If the message gets you sent. You have Ryan Dezingle now. If the message gets sent to Torts. Or from Torts down, the guy's like, hey, guys, yes, I know about three or four of you guys are not going to be here next year, but let's go for it. You want $20 million a year, win the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. That's how much Chris, that's why Chris Fristie got paid a ridiculous money. That's why what? Andrew Ladd got a big deal with the, the Thrashers. Because why? Because he won the Stanley Cup. He has no business making any more than $4 million ever, ever, even when his value is at his highest. That's the reason why Thomas Vanek is getting paid as much as he is. But he never won a Stanley Cup. But he did really good. Played well. Yeah, played he very well. played very well for a Buffalo team that, yes, made it to the conference finals. Well, it's the same kind of situation. Someone who goes far and does well getting overpaid for too long. Right. But none, what I'm, but you, you do agree with what I'm saying. I do agree. If you if – I'm Kekalan and said, listen, guys, I know you don't want to be here. I know you don't like playing in Columbus. But if there's anything we can tell you, if you're not going to stay and you want to make a lot more money elsewhere, win. Winning – pays you get your first of all you get the playoff bonus you get the Stanley cup bonus for making it there you get the Stanley Cup winning bonus you get the bonus for winning rounds and then you'll get paid 15 million dollars for wherever you can sign with dude that's a pretty hard deal especially if, if that, that's what i'm saying if i'm in the columbus dressing room i'm like listen guys i know you hate playing here i know you hate the cannon i know you hate torts and torts is a piece of garbage and he gets on you and he makes you mad even though you're pretty much maybe deserve it win <laughs> win in spite of him and then go make money elsewhere. Either that or lose and then throw, you know, torts to Tom Oh, dear. Torts will probably get fired. I'm just going to say it. If they lose with this team now, torts will get fired. Yeah. If they don't win a round. If they win a round, he may stay. Maybe. Well, that means you got to beat Washington. Like I said, well, as of right now, but if 
What? If, they're, they're two if point, this team gets Washington together, if this team gets together and New starts York. tearing up the league, they're going to win the division. Because <laughs> let's be honest, there's not many points. Was it four points between them and the Islanders? No, five, six. Six, six points, sorry. New York has 79, Washington has 77, Columbus has 73, Montreal is tied with Columbus with 73. And of course, the Carolina Island. and Pittsburgh are one point behind those two. And Thursday night. As far as we know, Columbus could get bumped out. Well, so could the Leafs. That's right, because, I mean, if you if, if we really want to get into that's it, why I tweeted that Columbus could go on a losing streak, which, by the way, they're 7-3 in the last 10. If they go on a losing streak with this team, Torch gets fired before the season ends. I'm serious. I'm he just, gets fired before Hor- he's going to get fired before Randy Cunningworth was fired. But but I'm, but by the way, Islanders Thursday night against the Leafs. First time John Tavares plays against the Islanders, and it's in Nasso, which means they're going to play a tribute video, and the fans are going to litter the ice. Well, the 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 fans. There's a fan group that already made a video said uh, we don't need you, John. Even though it's like. Calm down. It was basically F John Tavares. If they had played in the first month of the year, that would have been great. Now it's like, okay, we're fine without you. I mean, whether or not they still boom, it'll be interesting. I am intrigued to see how that game goes. But I think Columbus, you were, like I said, it's called gambling for a reason, folks. You're going to go for it. You may miss. You may succeed. But just know the repercussions that everyone, everyone has to accept in in Columbus, in the state down there, in Columbus, where a certain college plays football in a horseshoe, they have to realize that they're probably going to suck for a little bit. Yeah. They may make the playoffs next year with if they have, if they get Duchesne and Dezingle back, and, you know, maybe Corpus Hall becomes a good goaltender. They'll crack a wild card spot and get a couple more games at the Nationwide Arena. But they better win this year. They have gone from team that's competitive to, all right, we need to win now, or the Hellfire and Brimstone. Right, they're gonna. They this is a team that is now needing to win because Kekalainen's job's on the line, Torch's job's on the line. The building's gonna be sh- let up. It's gonna be put in, be up in flames because the cannon's gonna go rogue. <laughs> we aren't scoring enough fire. <laughs> hey, that's not how a cannon works. Yes, I know you have to load it and put the gunpowder in. Yeah, and then fire, boom, and yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying, Brooksy. Most of the times when people fire cannons, they don't have ACDC screaming, For those about to rock! Fuck! You're right. They're going to beat Washington in the game 7-0 in Nationwide Arena, and that cannon is going to keep going off. And then you know what's going to happen? Don Cherry, the next, Saturday, the next night, is going to be like, Hey, you ran up the score and you ran the cannon. You guys beat a bunch of jerks. And then Washington is going to come back as the hockey gods and whatever. Well, there was one other trade that happened. And well, there were plenty. Let's look at the other trades here. Let's see. What do we got here? We have Emil Pedersen going from Nashville for Lauren Dauphin and Adam Heckwood. That was back in February. Where I am way behind here. But then, of course, there's a big deal, you know, talking about Alex Broadhurst for future considerations. And, you know, let's see. Another one that was kind of dumb. Okay. These are. He all- who shall not be named, apparently, according to Oscar Fattenberg goes to Calgary for condition 2020 from L.A. You know, Derek Broussard going to Colorado. From Florida. That could be a maybe here or there. Ottawa sold a lot of pieces this year. They had to. Duchesne? Yep. Dezingle? Yep. Mark Stone. Mark Stone. The guy that was... Okay, can we all just remember how we said last week, we said Duchesne was going to get traded, as was Dezingle, but Stone was going to resign. Stone was going to sign. We said that. 
and I was, I was gosh darn certain, man. I was so certain that Stone was going to resign because they had had the cap space. They'd be able to treat him well. So what happened was Mark Stone at $7.35 million gets traded to the Vegas Golden Knights alongside Tobias Lindbergh for Oscar Lindbergh at $1.7 million. And Eric Brandstrom with, on top of that, Dallas's 2020 second-round pick. Yes. So you've got a roster player, an AHL player. By the way, do we know if Oscar and Tobias Lindbergh are related? Um, Because that is a very, very weird name. Can you imagine that? Just getting a, just getting a phone call. Hey, man. Hey, Tobias. Yeah, it's your brother Oscar. How are we doing? Yeah, I got, I've, I've been traded to Ottawa. I'm going to come play with you. What? You've been traded to Ottawa? No! Like, what? I'm going to Vegas. I thought I was going to play with you. No! <laughs> That's, do you think that they could take, like... You know what mom and dad were like? They were so close for me and the Sedins, the second coming. They just needed... You know what they needed to do? They should have just taken, like, joint flights, like, meet somewhere in the middle... High five, be like, all right, have fun on the other team. Well, was it like when Seth Jones and Ryan Johans- Johansson got traded? And they, I think, didn't Johansson get Seth Jones' apartment and Seth Jones got Ryan Johansson's apartment? Yeah, basically. And they did the Columbus trade. Both teams are better off for it, by the way. But Mark Stone, bro. Vegas is already a team that could easily make it. Let, well, let's they're, look, let's, they're kind of in the situ- same situation that uh, Columbus at, is. Well, let's look who they have to play. They have to play San Jose, who has a very old, slow, and fragile defense, with the exception who of Brent Who just Burns. got Gustav Nyquist. But defensively, against Vegas. That's what I'm trying to say. That That's a fair point. You're right. They have not scored as many goals as they've had last year. Marc-Andre Fleury is Marc-Andre Fleury, but the speed of Vegas could kill San Jose's defense. But, and then, you get, then you get Calgary. If Calgary doesn't flame out, no pun intended. But well, but here's another thing though. You better hope that Marc Andre Fleury is okay with his spicy food because he's gonna get peppered, peppered by that San Jose offense. Vegas is three six and one in their last ten. That I did not know. Oh yeah, no. That but, that that's the reason why they're in second place right now, and with an extensive, extensive point differential. I mean, Vegas has sixty nine points. Nice. And San Jose has 82. George McPhee's making a con- making a move right now that he needs to make. He knows he needs to make a con- move like this. I really like the move. Will you focus? I need Alex's help. Is this electric drums or digital drums? Oh, boy. Hold on. Electric drums or digital drums? Why does it matter? Are they physical ones? Yes. Then they're electric. Thank you. You're not buying those, are you? No. Is that a question on your quiz? <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, a medical question on a quiz. It's not a medical question. It's for my music class. Oh, you have a music class? Why are you? Why You're taking a music class? class? I have to. I can take a music class. You should be asking me every question. I could well, help you. I know. Don't forget, know. she was in marching band too. She wasn't a drummer though. You want drummer though? Us drummers, we know everything. Okay. Everything. <laughs> Ah, yes, she played the trumpet. Therefore, she's too loud. That was a piano. You don't know what a piano is. You're a trumpet. Not a real real musician because she played the trumpet. Did anyone else hear that joke? I What? She said, I used to play piano. And I said, piano, you don't even know what piano is. You're a trumpet. Get pwned. End of the show. uh, 
Wait, I was waiting to call a fight here. That's what I was getting ready to do. I was getting ready to get ringside. Welcome, airlines. I'm Mass Square Garden. We got ourselves still here. We got on one end and on one side. We have Katie, who is uh, a little shorter than Kelly, and Kelly, who is well, a little short. Well, yeah, she, she's very Katie. She's Lomac. That's Little Mac versus Mike Tyson. No, that's Little Mac versus the bearded lady. Did you see Glass Joe? No, Kelly's the Glass Joe in this. I don't know. Who's Glass Joe? We got to find out. Ding, ding. Get at her. No? Okay, we're not. No fighting? Okay. Kelly's locked. She's gone. Darn. Now we're going to have a Tilly. I have not had to call a fight yet. Yeah, you did. No. Well, there was the few. No, there was a few couple fights that we did. Oh, the Davenport game. Well, yeah, but those are just punches, not like full blown drop the gloves fights. I don't know what I'd do if I ever saw drop the gloves fight. And he's grabbing him and he's punching him in the face. I'm not. I'm just gonna play Joe Bowen's down goes Brown clip over top of it just because. No, you gotta make down goes Brown. Is and away they go. Always got him on the right hook. Always got him with the armor cut. He's coming out. I got. Who was the guy? The the Colorado guy. Oh, right, my mom. <laughs> have a stroke while I'm doing a fight. And he won that fight because even though he fell down, he won the fight. Because ah! that totally determined everything. Because remember, that was the same year that Colorado got knocked out by an under 500 Edmonton team in the first round. By that, I mean Curtis Joseph. Yeah. And then Curtis Joseph went, he went to yeah, Curtis Joseph went to Toronto. <sighs> okay, enough of that. Um, so this deal, Mark Stone. Big deal. Big deal. It was um, going to happen. And zero retention, zero retained by the Ottawa Senators. That's probably the big news. I mean, obviously, right. Mar- obviously it would only matter for a few months because Mark Stone's going to be in the playoffs where Ottawa's going to be, hey, Belleville. Oh, they're not in the playoffs either. Okay. Well, my, here's my thing. Okay, here we go. Okay, so, what's your thing? Do we want to talk about Vegas effect or Ottawa's effect first in this? I think I want to talk about Vegas' effect. Okay, let's because go Vegas as of right Before now, we get to Ottawa because I've got a lot to say about Ottawa. Projected cap space. Got a lot right, to say. Projected cap space right now. Two point five. Lot to say. Two point five million dollars. Projected cap space next year. Six point six two five million dollars. And as of right now, they are stacked full of picks. And by that, I mean they have three picks in the third well, round and the fifth round. They receive picks from other teams in the expansion draft. Still, there's picks from twenty twenty one from that expansion draft. But uh, no, those are gone. Oh, trade them away. You're right. But no, 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 I mean, what I'm saying is like they received picks. Teams gave them picks. Right. Like um, the, the most like far in the future one that I have right now is um, Pittsburgh's uh, 2020 second round pick. That was done on the 21st of 2017. Right. But. No, I think. But, but I, I get what you're saying. But if you're. If you're Vegas, yes, you're going to go, you are, it's a gamble. You are taking a gamble with going after a big player like this, and especially at the cost. Now, whether or not you're thinking about resigning him, that's one thing. Here's the funny thing. What if Mark Stone signs back with Ottawa? Not going to happen, because let's be honest, he would have, actually, I don't know. I don't, he because he didn't have a no trade clause, did he? That's a good question. I don't think he did. Let's look at Mark Stone real quick. But what I'm saying here is you're obtaining a player that can score. But here's my problem. Mark Stone's going to get picked. No, then he got, you're right, he got an extension. I'm sorry, I totally forgot about it. He got the extension, Alex. Please look him up. I forgot to mention that as well because he, he was extended as soon as he got there. Who? Mark Stone. Look up his. Uh, Vegas? Yes, he got immediately re signed. He got an extension. It was. Huh? 
seven years, 9.6, right? Just now? No, look it up. Look up his. Look up Mark Stone. Mark Stone is at $7.35 million this year in a UFA next year. What? The, who? Just Okay, this is going to hurt my brain. Did, did you get Rickrolled, bud? Did you get memed on? Did you get dunked on? Is that I, how you beat Shaq? Any Aaron Carter fans here? Any Aaron Carter fans here? My girlfriend's one. She named she named her fish after Shaq. Rest in peace, Shaq. Got eight by a cat named Thomas. Oh, that Shaq. I could have eight by a cat named Thomas. Yeah. Not our not our Thomas. Her Thomas. Not the bald one. The very very hairy one. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure if Thomas the cat was bald, I'd, I'd he he would look no, like wait, wait, things what? that yeah he would he, look like unseeable things. Hold on here, no, because I and they just yeah it was reported I was right no what when has it, it not gone through? Because it oh well okay so Bleacher Report. CBS, Ottawa Sun even admitted to it that Mark Stone traded to Golden Knights agrees on an eight-year contract extension. Has it just not gone through yet? Uh, Has I he not officially it. signed it? Well, it's not on cap friendly yet. They must not have gone through yet because the so he, he agreed to an eight-year extension with the Golden Knights worth nine point five million dollars. This came from yesterday. This came from so I'm looking at this Bleacher Report for Joseph Zucker from let's see who another couple ones that I got here. That was from last year from Sportsnet. So it came up because it was reported by, I think they said Bob McKenzie. Uh, well, looks like Vegas Golden Knight doesn't have Derek England anymore. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be, because as of right now... To Bob, yes, according to Bob McKenzie from TSN, yes, he said it. So so let's just, okay, for the sake of... Obviously this Kevin, is breaking news then. Jeez, uh, this is not, it's from yesterday. It happened after he got traded. Well, it, it just obviously, hasn't happened. Clearly. But... Snog cap friendly doesn't exist. You're right. So let's take a look here at what it means now, obviously, that... So, Alex, look at the number for next year for Vegas. $6.625 million. They have one, two, three, four UFAs. So, they have four so UFAs next four, five, year. And that's going to... And that ex- excludes any contract. Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. <laughs> They have four UFAs next year that are not including Mark Stone, and all of them are going to have to go. That's Ryan Carpenter from the injured reserve. That's Derek England at one point five. That's Brandon Peary at six hundred fifty thousand, and that's Pierre Edouard Bellamere at one point four. So who are they trading? Paul Stasny. You just got him, though. You're right. My apologies. You're getting rid of Max Pacioretty. You just got him, too. You're right. You're getting rid of Riley Smith. Well, that's $5 million. You you're get. right. You're not. You're you're trading away the rights of William Carlson. Projected cap space. They put nine. They can't do that. How are they going to figure this out? This is a severe. This is a problem. Unless they find. This is an issue. Unless they find. We fi- need to have a conversation. Unless they find a way to trade Ryan Hold Reeves. I, okay. No. That's one. Is that why. Okay, now, excuse me. Is that why it's not been made official yet? Because they cannot afford that right now. I mean, it shouldn't matter if, if he signs it next year because then they, can have, they have time to trade him. They have time to get rid of guys like Cody Eakins and Ryan Reeves and Thomas Nosek and 
Oh my gosh. No, not Thomas Snow. Excuse me. Alex Tuck, who they just signed an extension for $4.75 million. Can we all just look at that and just say, why? Four point, I guess for 40, gosh, for 43 points though. Hey, hey, hey. It's, Vegas isn't good. All right. So they're, everyone, they're gambling. Everyone talks about the Leafs having a contract issue or money issue, salary cap issue next year. What about the Knights? What can you do? Well, okay, okay. Don't forget, guys. We should also... Sorry, pardon me. Alex, we made it. This is a huge mistake on our part, Alex. We should all be... People should be yelling at us, climbing our door. You want to know why? Why? Because next year, the cap's going to go up. Duh. It's going to go up to $83 million. We look pretty dumb right now. No, we don't. No, because it's going to go up to $83 million. We were freaking out over nothing. Okay, hold on. Hold so on. the last two minutes okay, of the show, me the screaming. Thing, here's the thing, though. 83, 83 million flat, right? 83, yes. Okay. So if they have seven... What's, 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 so the, cap, Alex, what's the cap limit right now? Isn't it 81.5 or whatever? So add... 81... Okay, so 81... No, no, Alex. 5, No, what, what are you looking at? Okay, what's... The current cap is in the 79 and a half. Okay. No, Alex. So add up. So add. So take 72.875. Please. 79 and a half. No, Alex. We don't need that. That's not the number. It's in the 83. Right. 79 and a half minus 83 flat no, no, just, is an extra $3.5 million. So you take that. And then you add that to the projected cap space for next year, which is six point six two five million dollars. I'm going to do the smart math and add seventy two point eight seven five to nine point eight. You're still only left. Oh my goodness! Three point five plus eight seven five plus nine point five equals eighty two point three seven five. Yes, you are going to be in a massive cap crunch. So now. Like I said, now the screaming makes sense. They're still in a cab crunch. Right. <laughs> they need an NHL team here, guys. Okay, who, yeah. Who are you trading? So so they're... Malcolm Subban's... Projected cap... Malcolm Subban's not getting re-signed for anything more than 600 What I'm grand. saying is right now, their projected cap space for next year is... With the what they have right now, with the current cap, plus 80... With the effect of $83 million, it's $10.125 million. That's their projected cap hit when $83 million is put into effect. What? That's the expected cap for next year for Vegas Golden Knights is $10.125 million. No. Yes, because their current projected cap hit is $6.625 million, right? So they need to take that. the number doesn't go up. The number won't go up. The number will stay the same. That's why I don't think you're understanding. What do you mean? What do you mean by six? No, Alex. Yeah, your yeah, your math is off. Where do you get ten million, Alex? They are going to be at Vegas. I did all the math here. The caps go up to eighty. Okay, you're gonna show me show me your work. Show me your work. Okay. If you don't show your work, you don't get credit. $79.5 million is going to go up to 83, which you said is correct, $3.5 million more. Right. But the cap hit currently and the cap space will still stay the same. It's not going to go up. Why? Because it just won't. Why? Because you're not going to give players more money because that just defeats the purpose of adding 
cap space. So you're going to get more cap space. Right. But, so you have 6.625 now, but add 9.5. That puts, Why are you adding 9.5? Because that's what Mark Stone's contract is supposed to be. Why would you be adding cap space to a contract? Why would you be adding a contract money to cap space? Because, the, no, no, excuse me. The, no, you add it. No, add it to, sorry, pardon me. I added 9.5 to 72.875. That's what I added to. My apologies. And they get left with that being a total of $82,375,000. how much they spend on the cap. Which means, Alex, if the cap does go up to 83, they are going to be left with $625,000. Now I have to make You're sure. You're doing the same math, but I'm doing it in a different way. How do you get $10 million of cap space, Alex? Because you, you take, did it wrong. So you, you take 79.5, right? <laughs> Minus 83, right? You're left no, with that's negative, negative. 3.5. <laughs> so you take three. I'm adding negative numbers. Positive 3.5 plus $6.625 million, right? That's 10.125. And then you take that minus how much is contract? 9.5. 9.5 flat solid. Okay. How much was... Six, it, so you did it. You skipped it. So you I the, did... You the, missed the step. I you did the same the math. Step. You missed the step. Don't you dare. You missed the step and you know it. You failed. I did I the gotten, same... You would have gotten the C. You would have been a failure. You would have been a C for crap. That's what that is. Crap math. No, crap. I would have got C for correct because no. I got the same you, amount of cap no, space. No, because you missed the step. You said, yeah, it's $10.1 million cap space. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay. And then I said, But you didn't include the stone minus. deal. Because the stone deal is going to happen, and they're going to be in a massive cap crunch. It's going to be awful. Vegas is in trouble. Burn the city down to the ground. You're right. I'm burning it down with oil. Let's talk about Edmonton real what? quick. Oh, you're, Connor McDavid you're made a hit. Now? Connor McDavid made a hit, and he, a uh, he said he didn't expect to be suspended. I am Vegas fit. Is in trouble. Edmonton is a bonfire. This is Peter needs to stop guard. focusing on we Steve Irwin. They need to focus on Edmonton. Think about, Think about Hunter. Think about the legs. Edmonton! Ottawa! Seattle gonna afford this! How does this affect the Leafs? How does this affect the Leafs? Not at all! It makes them the least kept crunch team next year. Good night, everybody. <laughs>